This is the Bad Reputation Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes on your smartphone or tablet. Featuring the most up-to-date reputation management, social media, and entrepreneurial information on the web. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official. And now, the host of Bad Reputation, the reputation rock star, Todd Collins. In three, two, one. All right. I am super, super excited about having Shift Drinks Comedy um, on the podcast. Uh, and, and here's kind of, uh, and it's funny that we're having Shift Drinks Comedy on the podcast, guys, because what we're doing is we're going to be kind of shifting the podcast a little bit from a standpoint of really putting a magnifying glass with some of the people that are out there and that are creating excellent content, not only for the restaurant industry, but, but all industries out there and showing you guys really what's important nowadays from a social media aspect where a lot of us are failing, where we're just not entertaining people enough and we're not getting it. So I want to introduce Dominic Cano. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Hello. And Jason Kim. What up, what up, what up? Jason, I got to say, is probably one of my favorite guys. Oh, thank you. Ship drinks. He's, he's fucking hilarious so please go to their instagram at ship drinks comedy and and watch some of these videos but i i, I just gotta say jace jason you're you're definitely one of my favorites bro <laughs> thank you thank you i try so hard that's what she said yeah hey listen so i, I you know I, on my podcast i always like to kind of make it as much about um uh, the people and the guests that we have on, because sometimes I don't have guests on. Um, sometimes it's just me trying to help other people uh, kind of navigate these digital waters. But uh, I want to learn a lot about you guys. So, so tell me, you know, where do you guys work? Where do you guys come from? How did this kind of all start? Who wants to start? Um, I'll start with where I work. I work at Kaleidoscope Bistro and Pub in Atlanta, Georgia, which is where I guess every single one of our sketches has been filmed at this point. Um, and I, yeah, I, I wait tables used to 10 bar, um, but that, you know, that lifestyle can kind of suck you in. So I left the bar there and just went down to waiting tables so I could have, uh, more free time to focus on things like shift drinks. Dom, where do you go? Oh, yes. Uh, so I'm Dominic and, um, I'm an actor, writer, filmmaker, and I also wait tables, uh, at a Mexican restaurant and, uh, with, uh, the success of other things going on. I'm at the restaurant much less to the chagrin of my uh, regulars, but I still see them outside of work. And um, I don't actually work in the serving industry. I own a dog grooming business in Buckhead. (laughs) Um, So I actually need a lot of help from these guys about what's going on and how customers and uh, staff act sometimes to get inspired. Yeah, and so th- guys, thank you. And that's very interesting. So, so Ken, y- yes. were, you, were you ever in the restaurant industry whatsoever? No, I still am. Oh, you, okay, you are. Yeah, I still am. I was tending bar. I wait tables at Kaleidoscope, and yeah, Kaleidoscope is where we shoot all of our content. So I'm oh, the okay. I'm the liaison between the restaurant and the uh, and the and the comedy team. Yeah, the funny guy Jason is the one that owns a dog grooming business. Yeah, that's fucking weird, man. So. <laughs> Especially because he doesn't groom himself. <laughs> yeah, so basically, Jason, so so how did Jason get into the fold? Uh, actually, 
uh, we were doing uh, another series we have called The Worst Couple. We were doing an episode of, about trivia night uh, with a, 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 a retired football player. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came out to be an extra and just basically stole the show. Uh, so we uh, invited him to ride with us. Yeah, so Jason, yeah, Jason came in to be an extra. And then we, for every extra that night, we would fix the camera on them. We just asked them to do a handful of ad libs. And um, when it was Jason's turn, we, he said some good stuff and we were inspired. So we just started asking more and more of him. He gave more and more. And um, as an extra, he did so much with his ad-libs that we decided to give him a starring credit. He was like the fourth person listed as starring, um, whereas everyone else was just listed as extras. Yeah, and that's awesome. And that's typically where you, you end up finding the best people. To, to, to get in and, 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 and actually get inside of some of these videos is that you probably just put, and that's like, who, who came up with the idea to actually, you know, have these people kind of go, Hey, let me hear some of the, some of your ad libs and, and, you know, possibly you're going to make your way into a video. Um, that's hard to say. I, I've, ever since I've been making films, maybe seven, eight years now, I've always had that as part of my um, process. It's interesting. So you probably had a good eye for talent. You were like, oh my God, Jason was actually pretty funny from that. We could probably utilize him in some other ways. So that, that's, that's super smart. Yeah, because I was curious, Jason, not knowing about the restaurant industry, mm-hmm. well, at, this, at this point, he's, he's got this other job, but he's, he's way more comical now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right. So who started Shift Drinks? Who started it? Uh, I'll say I did. Uh, Ken did. Uh, Dominic had alluded earlier to uh, The Worst Couple, which is a series I was doing with my comedy partner named Leanna Adams. Uh, We had done a YouTube channel for a long time called Decent Humans. And as we started to establish a relationship with Bitchy Waiter, um, we realized that we should just niche down because I've worked in the restaurant industry for 15 years and also have access to filming there. And we have the relationship with Darren that why don't we just focus our content on the restaurant industry. So she and I did a bunch of videos, maybe 15 to 20, if not more. Dominic came in to direct those. Uh, And then from there, um, Leanna is now a mother of a a three-year-old and a full-time actor and can't give me, you know, can't give as much time as, you know, as would have been nice. So we were like, okay, we can, let's make this a bigger team and show more than just the world, more of the world. Because the worst couple stuff was essentially a couple on um, dates or dinner dates, you know, with different scenarios that annoy servers. Really, like, let's make the world bigger. Let's show the cooks, let's show the servers, let's show the hostesses, um, in addition to the regulars and the customers. So I, so Dom, Dom and I were already essentially more or less partnered by that point. So we cast a pretty wide net of um, writers, actors, comedians, uh, preferably those in the rest of the industry, but not necessarily and just started asking people if they wanted to come. And uh, over time, the cream rose to the top. The people who were serious stuck around and became like core members of the team and the others who could make it a priority kind of kind of faded away. And uh, now here we are. I have to say, it, it's extremely selfish of her to expand her family and have a child like that. I know, mm-hmm. I know, um, yeah. Because decent humans, <laughs> and I'm just joking by the way, but in the reality, decent humans if you guys haven't, and, and this is speaking to the audience, if you guys have not YouTube Decent Humans and watched those videos, they are so fucking funny. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, so you've seen, you've seen Decent Humans as well. Holy shit, bro. I've, I've seen <laughs> probably all of them. Oh, my God. 
I'm watching. Uh, and, and I'm for me, for for our company and for our agency, it's great content to use to speak to the restaurant owner that like, look, man, there's companies like us out there that understand, but we understand the comical side of it from your side. And we get that a lot of these, co- these customers are complete and total assholes. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not all like that, but I- I've watched those videos and I've just been like, oh, man, I- we need to do stuff like this. But from our side, it's much easier <laughs> for us to let guys like you and gals like you to actually go out and create that content. And then of course we give you the shout out and repost app and everything else like that. Because to me, um, you guys blew it away from there. So it's funny how it evolved in all these different ways until what it is now. Sure. Very interesting stuff. But again, if you guys haven't seen uh, decent humans go out and, and YouTube that please, because it is great, funny content. Um, and it would be awesome to see a reboot of decent humans. I would love to see that. Uh, yeah we, we haven't we haven't gone away entirely there'll be more worse couple stuff and yeah we'll we'll dabble back into the non-restaurant industry stuff too uh yeah. hopefully sometime the worst yeah. couples is is just so there's so much truth to it <laughs> so it's so that's what's so ridiculous about it is that everyone knows that couple i hate to say it and my mom doesn't listen to this podcast but i'm gonna put her on blast my mom 100 percent is that woman at oh, a restaurant. Wow. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> um, you know, we'll go out and she'll order, like, let's say the salmon with broccoli. And the, the salmon isn't quite to the temperature that she would like. And then, I mean, she'll do the, the, the arm will go up, the wave will come. Um, oh, wow. you know, and everybody at the table just sinks down in their seat and is like, dude, this is brutal. And my food hasn't come out yet. Like, <laughs> you know, and we've all yeah. seen waiting. So we know, what, we know what goes down, baby. Right. <laughs> you take her out to restaurants after that? No, absolutely not. I take her out for pretzels at um, the, uh, the anti, uh, whatever that pretzel place is. I take yeah, her out only for soft pretzels now. <laughs> That's good. You made the wife's choice. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will not be seen in her in, with her in public at a restaurant any longer. It just doesn't exist. And, and mom, I'm sorry, but you know it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Guys. And that's the thing for our videos, too, is, like, not only are we entertaining our base of uh, people in the service industry, but, you know, when they share it out, because uh, I had a friend who's never been in the service industry, but obviously goes out to eat, and she's like, thank you for these videos, because now I know what not to do in yeah. a restaurant. Yes, 100%. There's no question about that, because it really does help, because some people don't even realize involuntarily that they're acting that way. Um, right. And, and, you know, that's the one thing about this industry that I've loved so much is that we don't really realize, even if you've never been in it, you guys don't realize what people are dealing with in their outside lives on a daily basis. You don't realize um, that that person might be, uh, you know, a single father or a single mother and, you know, they're trying to make money. I've never, ever understood anybody uh, not tipping someone, even if it's a bad experience. You know, um, I think tipping and the percentages of tipping, I think, is says a lot about a person's character. Mm-hmm. You know, from a standpoint of either their 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 them being empathetic to other people, no matter what the situation is. Um, but I can always tell how a person really is by the amount of what they leave for a tip. Just my personal opinion. Nope, it's true. That's how I am with uh, people I go out with. Depending on how much tip they leave. 
Yeah, I they, they could be like a, a hot chick, and I'd be like, oh yeah, you're so hot. And then I'll see her tip, and I'm like, uh, you're not hot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's true because at that point you're just kind of like, well, what if that person's willing to skimp on that person like that? Really hurt? I mean, and really hurt them because that that's truly what they're doing. They're hurting that person. What are they? What could they possibly be doing to you? or to other people? And do you really want to surround yourself with somebody like that? And it's interesting yeah. that I, I just kind of got off topic like that, but. Yeah, it's like an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Who said that? Uh, Dominic, of course. Dominic, <laughs> you, just dropped, you just dropped a beautiful little truth bomb uh, and <laughs> I'm going to be using that. How do you guys stay motivated to make more videos? Because coming up with content is super difficult, right? Uh, actually the, the ideas are constantly flowing, uh, you know, especially for Ken and myself, this is kind of like our therapy. Uh, cause when we are, you know, right in the front line dealing with a difficult situation or person, it's kind of like, you know, we're, we're turning our pain into, uh, into art. Uh, so I mean, when we are our writers meetings, there's, there's a plethora of ideas and they just keep coming. So to kind of segue into that, who, who is, is it a group effort or is, or, or who is, who is the, who is the main person? Who's the person that on your team seems to be the person that always just comes with the, the just the straight fire. Um, <laughs> um, no, I'd say it's, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good group effort. Yeah. Uh, we all, we have a lot of talented people and we have a good rapport in the writers meeting to where, um, even just like the smallest of ideas or even the smallest of observations can start to snowball and people give input and people riff with each other and jive and build on ideas that mm -hmm. even a small sort of not, I wouldn't even call it an idea. Sometimes just an observation and then it gets to talking and it turns into a pretty good idea. Um, um, yeah. So, very collaborative. Um, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Walk, walk me through that though. So you guys sit down, you, you, you're sitting at the writer's table and you guys are sitting down, you're pumping out ideas. You guys come up with a great idea. What's the next execution process for you? Uh, like at the writer's meeting, I'll say, um, not, to, not to toot my own horn, but I will say that I've, I've taught like sketch writing and I've um, directed a few sketch comedy shows and I've just been kind of immersed in it for a while. So you'll take someone like Jason, for example, who has a lot of good like raw ideas and has been doing improv for a very long time. So he kind of knows what's just kind of funny. Um, and then someone like myself who, who has pretty good understanding of like the structure and characters and pacing and all that can kind of tweak the, tweak the perspective a little bit or, or tweak the pacing and sort of turn it into a story, turn what's essentially a funny idea into a, uh, a succinct story at the beginning, middle and end. Um, the, the process is always different, but um, I don't know, the one that comes to mind was this girl came for like her first or second meeting and she just said, I just had some like kind of ideas of like, servers working in a lemonade stand mm -hmm. and that's that's all not to say it's all she had but that's what she brought to the table she didn't have a lot of experience writing but just visually she knew that would be kind of a fun idea we talked it out a little bit and we essentially decided to make it um not servers working in a lemonade stand but an actual little girl working at the lemonade stand like any normal little girl would but it's the customers that treat her like a server or a bartender like or a bartender or a hostess so there'll be so we haven't released it yet but this girl just sets up her lemonade stand she's adorable she's like eight nine years old she's then, gonna be huge huge <laughs> and then the uh and the customers come up to her and they're just like 
you know, oh, uh, you want a little light on the lemon this time, didn't you? Or you'd be like, oh, this isn't, uh, why don't you send this back? Let me speak to your manager. Let me speak to your mother, that kind of stuff. So just sort of the, I don't want to say the tropes, but the, you know, the sort of the, the stuff that you see in a lot of those, don't you hate it when type videos yes. uh, where, where, with annoying customers, but this is in the context of a little girl serving lemonade. Um, but anyway, that just started from someone else. Uh, Audrey Pagano had this idea of just taking our comedy to a lemonade stand. And then from there we workshopped it together and it's probably going to be one of our stronger ones once it comes out. Yeah, I mean the 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 kids stuff. People love it, right? I mean, what, so what did J, did did Jason? What did you play? Did the, the little girl's father? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually working that day, so I couldn't make the shoot. Okay, so it was yeah. the little brother then. Okay, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be the little white brother. That's me. <laughs> Hello, uh, that's so funny, man. Yeah, yeah, and so that's interesting because I think a lot of people, you know, kind of go, you know, what goes in to producing something like this? Um, you know, what does it take? And a lot of people want to try to do it themselves and it just doesn't, it, it, I don't think people realize how many people um, have their hands in the pot to make something like that creatively happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we've got to divide out the work and like people know what they need to bring or will be like, who can bring a lemonade stand who can find the actors mm -hmm. um so it's not just on ken to be like okay ken you set everything up and we'll be there right um so it's it, it it's divided out pretty evenly i would say for the most part hey ken what has this done for you from a standpoint of and and i'd, I'd like to kind of point this out from a standpoint of going okay i'm at this restaurant um has it helped the restaurant's business one and has it put a kind of a, a bright light on you at the restaurant when people come in do they recognize you and go oh man you're the guy from the video um i i don't know how much it's helped the restaurant because we don't promote them too heavily okay uh I, I, we put a little thank you in the end sure. um they've never actually asked us to do much promotion for them so i err on the side of not doing too much okay. because if you're doing a scene about um servers spitting in food they, don't, they probably don't want their uh brand on there sure um or just even to a lesser extent just i don't necessarily want too many of my customers coming in there feeling like they're being judged by me when i'm waiting on them and right, like feeling right. self-conscious like oh no i don't want to get turned into a video yeah even though you are but it's okay yeah yeah totally <laughs> I totally am um I've not really been, re the regulars, yes. And the, the regulars have been there when we start setting up the lights and stuff and the regulars have seen it and like it and they're all really, really supportive and it, it means a lot because it's a pretty affluent neighborhood and they're all doing pretty well for themselves, obviously, but they're still supporting scrappy old me who's doing this for free. Um, so, that, I mean, that's a nice feeling to like kind of like have respect in their eyes. I've never, Dom says he's been stopped and recognized. Yeah, I've been, uh, it's always through Bumble. Um, <laughs> and uh, I've, I have two shows on Netflix yet uh, the three girls every single one of them it was always uh, a shift drinks video uh, which is crazy one thing I will say is one of the videos so I'm actually a great uncle so my niece has a three-year-old uh, but we shot a, f a film with my great nephew who was two years old at the time only one time only one video he was in and that probably reached about I don't know three million views maybe my, my niece says she's been stopped in public three times. <laughs> that is amazing. Which tells well, me that. Like, 
Yeah, that's like Will Ferrell. Remember Will Ferrell did the a video. I think it was his daughter that was actually in the video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember that? She was the landlord. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was amazing. <laughs> and, it, that, and, to, and to that, that really showed me back then when I saw that video, and it's been years since that came out. I think it was on Funny or Diet, I think is when it came out, or where it was, where it was distributed from. Yeah. And I thought that that was such an interesting video because in the reality is that that really took no budget to shoot that video, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. it was the idea behind the video that the truth behind it, one, that, we, that some of us may have been in that situation before, but adding the comedic side to it, I think that's where you guys have done such a great job where you, the production value has definitely come up. There's no question about that. It seems like every video you guys do, the production value just gets higher and higher, but the, you're, you're really adding the comedy back to uh, the, the truths that are out there, um, that there are people out there like that, that servers do go through these situations. And so, even some of the ones that, you, like you said before, the one that hasn't even come out yet that I, I cannot wait to see now. Mm-hmm. Um, but even talking to that point of that this, this happens everywhere and it happens to so many different kinds of people. I just, I just find it great that we can add comedy to realism nowadays um, and that people can understand it and really share it and, and, and have a good time with it. Like, yeah, definitely the relatability is what uh, what people cling to. But yeah, because it's it's uh, educating in a humorous way uh, makes people want to share it and and relate to it and and watch it again and again and know yeah. that they're not alone in this uh, predicament. Yeah, and, and when I talk about, you know, social media and when, when a lot of our clients or even, you know, personal people that are personally branding themselves come to us and, and they want to talk to me and they ask, you know, what kind of content should I put out? I, I'm like, if you stick to being informational, educational, and entertaining, those three topics, and if you can merge them all into one thing, you're going to do really great. Um, the problem is, is that most people just are not willing to put as much work into it to produce it, to be able to put it out and don't realize that you can really pick up a phone and do something like that. Um, you don't have to go to the, obviously to the extents that you guys are now, but I think that also comes from your side um, of, as creatives, you want to keep pushing yourselves to do better and better and better. Sure. Yeah. Because um, tec- technically now, I mean, I, I can imagine you guys doing skits on like a Netflix or a Hulu or something of that nature, or YouTube TV, uh, just a channel. Um, where We're in talks. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of figured, yeah, I, I figured that. We're in talks with you right now. You guys, <laughs> if you know anybody, let us know. <laughs> hey, man, you never know. You never know. I have some reality TV stars that are clients. You never, oh. ever know. I, I literally was with, out there at the nightclub in Warsaw um, with John Taffer. Um, and... You, know, you just never know who you're talking to. You have oh, no wow. idea. But, um, um, before, yeah. you, before you move on too, yeah. too far, uh, you had mentioned our quality going up, and I just wanted to uh, make sure we don't forget Blake Studwell. Um, that's his real name. That's his real name. <laughs> uh, has joined, had joined our team maybe six months ago, and he's like a core member now, uh, writer, director, producer, but he's also our cinematographer. Um, and he's done amazing things to make our – um, content look uh, fantastic. He's a super talented perfectionist. Where can we follow Blake on social media? Uh, I think it's at Blake Studwell on Instagram. 
But if you want to follow Blake, just follow Shift Drinks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to get to that for 100%. Um, but it's cool because a lot of the people that may listen to this episode, we have a lot of videographers that watch it, especially younger people, um, and, they, and they're always looking for, you know, mentorship and that side. So it's always good to follow some good Yeah, no, yeah Blake, Blake's super talented. You, um, yeah, check him out. And then also, um, actually, the way we met is he had produced a pilot called Owl's Nest, which was also in the restaurant industry. It was, in a lot of ways, like a um, serialized version of Waiting. And we had seen that, and we were like, oh, my God, this guy lives in Atlanta. and he's making restaurant content. We don't know him. Let's make sure we know him. And then we met with him and it was love at first sight. And mm -hmm. uh, the rest is history. Him and Jason are getting married in August and uh, <laughs> probably October. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's pushing it back. He's getting cold feet. No, I just want a fall wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, he's great. He's been a blessing and um, super supportive, super hard worker. And, and, like, and, and how can you not have someone with the last name Studwell not on your team? No, you have to have a Studwell <laughs> on your team. And yeah, also his friend, he also brought along with him this guy named Christian Gomez, who's also an amazing writer and um, just filmmaker who's been running our audio, even though he hates it for the last few months. So <laughs> Chris Gomez as well. Yeah, well, where was that fucking guy when we were setting up this episode? <laughs> not, not here. Not here. <laughs> That's an inside joke, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and guys, wh where do you guys see sh ships kind of going in the next few years? Um, uh, having the shift drinks super megaplex, yeah. <laughs> like just the whole office space yeah. that will make look like a restaurant so we get to shoot there. Um, yeah, we really should have a better answer to that question. Um, I mean, I have some ideas. I, I would like to... You had mentioned like Netflix series or, um, you know, YouTube TV, all that would be great. Um, but I think if we're smart and we, and we do it right, we can do more or less what we're doing now, but doing it with a little bit of uh, sponsorship and a little bit of, um, I guess, and branding and sponsorship and maybe some of our own merchandise and essentially do what we're already doing, but have people give us money to do it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I reach out to companies on a daily basis and, uh, now we got I have, uh, someone on, uh, is going to help me with marketing and pitching because with the numbers we're pulling, um, she's, she's like, I can't believe you're not making money yet. Uh, so just going out to brands and basically with our uh, vision and stuff to just incorporate these brands and their, and their initiatives and putting a, a comedic and relatable uh, spin to it to get it out. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I think you guys are, are hitting the nail on the head from a monetization standpoint. Um, I can tell you that uh, Restaurant Reputations would love to be a sponsor for you guys. Um, and I think it's a good fit, too, from a standpoint of what we do as well as what you guys do. Um, and, of course, we'll talk about that at a later date. But I think that's the next step for you guys. I really do. I think it's I, – I almost kind of see it from a Barstool sports standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, mm, I like that. If that makes sense, from a monetization standpoint where, uh, you know, the servers are kind of looking at you guys like the heroes out there. Um, so – but, yeah, we'll talk about that sponsorship thing because that now <laughs> – Yeah, and, and – Can that, we talk about it right now so it's on air and <laughs> – Well, this shit's fucking recorded, so now I have to write a check. And, and ironically, Christian uh, Gomez uh, wrote an episode uh, that would, is like hand in glove uh, with what you guys do. So 
uh, we definitely need to chat. Yeah, I mean, at sponsorship standpoint, then I'd have to make myself my way out there to be in an episode at least. Oh, sure, no yeah. problem. Yeah. I mean, if we let, if Jason's face hasn't broken the camera, we're all good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not an ugly guy. By any <laughs> I know, I wasn't saying that. Uh, yeah, I would say that. I would say majority you just want to meet Sludwell. Yeah, I would say the majority of my followers, if we pulled my insights, uh, are, are female, not male. Um, <laughs> all right, so give me, give me kind of your insights, because, you know, you know, two of you work in the restaurant industry. You know, what's your take on restaurant reviews? I'm just kind of curious about that. Do you find that they're, they're important? I'll, I'll start with that, actually. Um, I think if you're a, a positive person, you're going to have a positive experience. Uh, because what you give is what gets back to you. Um, I had a, a lady the other day, it's still ingrained in me. Um, before I even went to the table with the, with waters, she had this look on her face, like, uh, like ready for a fight and, you know, come, Hey, how's it going? Immediately snip, snip, snip. Uh, and then it just went downhill from there. Uh, she wanted something that will modified a million ways. And I was like, okay, well, this is what I can do to solve the problem. No, that's not good enough. Okay. <laughs> um, so at the end she goes, uh, you suck at your job. And I, I just laughed at it because, you know, I know otherwise, but then I went to the host afterwards and I said, uh, that lady that was at 53, like, oh my gosh, she came in so rude. And the thing is, and then we have these other people that, you come in positive and hey, everything's great. And something go, first of all, you know, people are gonna bend over backwards for that night. You know, it's like, oh, she's so sweet. You know what, I'll, I'll give her that side that I usually charge for other people. Or if something does go wrong, you have the perspective of it's just food. And it's like, oh, no big deal. Um, you know, just make it again or whatever. It's all good. Um, you know, cause we're not there and immediately go to the table and, and, you know, curse you out and punch you in the face. So it's just, if you come in wanting to find something, yeah, you sure how going to find something. And I mean, that's my take. I'll, I'll, I'll say something to that. And that's everything Dom just said about coming into a restaurant with a positive attitude. That also applies to the servers. Oh like yeah. As, as servers, you need to come at it with a positive attitude. And you can make a choice if a third Coke refill is going to bother you or not. Um, and if you choose to not let it bother you, then your your attitude stays. Or Pepsi, they're in they're in Maryland. <laughs> no, they're in California, but uh but anyway, um I say that to say um I, I wanted to make it kind of clear to the people listening at home that we're not we're not one of those Instagram handles or YouTube channels or Facebook pages that like just lets service complain about customers yeah like those are great and they have their place and i love them um but i also i i i love my customers i love my regulars and um i i actually really like my job and it's just kind of fun to like shoot the shit with people i'm very fortunate to work in a very laid-back restaurant where you can kind of like it's not just seen and not heard like you can you can joke with your regulars and stuff sure um so i we try to set out to not only have every sketch where the customer is the bad guy um and we so part of the part of the genesis of shift drinks is to also show the servers and poke fun at us as well. Um, 
So one of the things we do when we sit down to write is we ask ourselves several questions as to what's going to make this sketch go well. The first and most important one is, is servers going to, are servers going to relate to it? Is there some pain point we're hitting that servers are going to identify? Uh, but then once we have that covered, there, our very next question is, now is the general public going to relate to this? Um, so our most successful video to date is this one called um, Water with Lemon, where Leanna keeps asking for more and more lemons and makes her lemonade at the table. Oh, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> so servers identify with that because uh, it's annoying to get extra lemons, but the general public identifies with it too because so many people drink water with lemon. Um, they don't realize that lemonade's a thing. It's crazy. <laughs> right. She um, certainly made one. Right, yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, we, I'm a big fan of uh, Larry David, so Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm and everything. My so favorite I, show of all time, Seinfeld. Hands down, I've seen every episode. And I, I, I'm sorry to cut you off on this. No. In my office, on a daily basis, <laughs> okay, I have to, because of my attention deficit disorder, I have to have some sort of noise going in the background. Now, in my office, on Hulu, plays every single Seinfeld episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> every single day, and it starts off with the Hamptons. <laughs> That's awesome. Which is, it, to me, is literally one of the best episodes ever made. But I'm a, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. I saw him live. Um, oh, wow. Loved Comedians in Cars with Coffee. I thought that was a fucking excellent idea and a, mm -hmm. great, uh, a great way to entertain and interview people. I thought it was awesome. And just, it just speaks to his genius uh, so much more. I'm a huge Larry David fan. I love his humor. Um, and that's probably why I gravitate to you guys so much. Um, but to, to your point, and, and again, not to cut you off, I, I think you're right. I think it's, you have to see it from both sides. Mm -hmm. Like no one's above being made fun of, including us as the servers. If every yeah. episode was server good, customer bad. Yeah. And some people do that and it's great and it works for them, but I think we can do a little bit more and just make it kind of a, a rounded world where everybody sucks a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, I, I, I've run into some terrible fucking bartenders and terrible servers. It, it, it just happens, right? But I mean, we've, we've run into people every single day in every different vertical um, that just suck. Yeah. Uh, so it's not, it, it's, it's not just that. And I think a lot of other people kind of need to realize that, um, that uh, and Ken, I think it was you or, or it was Dominic. I actually I think it was Dominic that said it, where if you walk into that restaurant and, and you're positive and you have a positive attitude, you're going to get that. But some people come into bars uh, and restaurants that have had a bad day. Um, right. and they take it out uh, on the on the server or the bartender, and that's the person I th I feel like you guys are kind of focused more towards. Sure. 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 Tell me about you know you you know you guys are obviously going heavy. On, I mean, you guys go heavy on YouTube. It makes sense. Um, Instagram seems to be picking up for you guys. Um, any other social media outlets that you guys are kind of looking down the pipe on from a standpoint of brand awareness? Like, are you guys on Snapchat at all? Well, actually, uh, we're, we're actually really heavy on Facebook, believe it or not. Um, okay. you, you had mentioned, I don't remember if it was during the interview or not, but um, or during the podcast, you mentioned Bitchy Waiter. Yeah. And um, he, he hosts all of our content. Yeah, he's um, Yes, he, he's very kind enough to give us access to his fan base. So our, our most successful videos have occurred through his Facebook page. And his, now his restaurant just closed, correct? The one it, that he did, it, did it officially close? I know it was in the process of closing. Yeah, he, uh, he's still working there because I'm going to meet with him. I'm going to fly to New York tomorrow, and I'm meeting him after his shift. Uh, so, 
he's he's still there at least for this week. <laughs> Give him a hug for me. <laughs> you guys, guys got to get him out there with you and you know put it put him in your and put him in that restaurant. Yeah, and in there. That's the plan. We're um we're kicking around some feature film ideas actually that he's definitely going to be a big part of if we can get those off the ground. Oh, yeah. I think that I think that would be awesome. Um, again, oh, very, very entertaining. Very yeah, for sure. And uh, buy his book. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, that's the one thing he'll always tell you, right? <laughs> my, my. Uh, but as far as other social media outlets, um, the one that probably uh, attracts us the most is TikTok, uh, oh, where basically for some of our ideas where they're not full-fledged stories, they're just one bit uh, joke or, or point uh, where TikTok is short version videos. Um, we've been going to play around with that probably next. Yeah, I, I think the I think you guys reaching uh, that that younger audience I think is is super smart. I think you get jumping on. It seems it sounds like, and I don't know if you have a Snapchat or not, but it sounds like you almost hopped right over Snapchat and just jumped right on TikTok, which is to me is probably one of the most underutilized social media channels out there to really create brand awareness. Um, and I wish more people would get on it because it's actually a very easy mobile application to use. And it's a great way for you to distribute additional content. And like you said, from those short snippets, but also to share that content. Oh yeah. Smart when you, when you upload something to Instagram, to your Instagram stories, also add that over to your TikTok. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is, that is just gigantic. And you can actually add your YouTube and Instagram handles and channels right to your TikTok account, which is pretty cool. If you haven't already done it. Yeah, the problem is like TikTok is for the youngsters. So everyone in the group was like, either what's TikTok or I've heard of TikTok, but it was through my niece who's 11. And we're all like, we have no idea. Like, that's, I've been saying this for a while. That's, my response to that was that's very short-sighted. TikTok is for young people right now. Yeah. That's but, correct. 100%. But pretty soon, older people just like us are going to start learning about it and checking it out. And just like happened to Facebook, it'll start to get older. That's correct. And then it'll get too old and everyone will leave. But there's that sweet spot in the middle where the older people, you know, 20-something to 30-somethings are into TikTok. And we already want to have a presence there when that happens so we can catch that wave. And yeah, we're, we're building the next generation. So if they're, they become Shift Drinks fans, you know, at 12, so when they're 18 and, and have a disposable income, then we've already we already have them in our corner. Yeah, we're I'm a, I'm, company. That, that's those are all great points, guys. And and to to speak to that, you know, that's why I cast such a wide net um, from our branding standpoint. Is that look, we're on we're on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Look, we want to catch everybody absolutely positively everywhere because you then you're able to kind of figure out where. You guys are gaining the most momentum. You can put it there, but in the back pocket, you're still building an audience that you can have for the next 20 or 30 years. So the the, the open-minded thinking um, is gigantic. I just wish more people would adopt that thought process. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. All those things are a full-time job. How many, do you, <laughs> do you mind if I ask how many people you have on your team? We have 33 employees, but wow. I will tell you this. Everything that I do from my own personal brand standpoint, I do everything by myself. So I do all the podcasts myself. I do all, I, I, we, the videos that I shoot, 
Um, we have a video, we have our videographer that we do it most of the time. It's our, in, uh, our intern, Maddie, who will shoot me and then do some of the editing and premiere. But a majority of, I mean, all my postings on my Instagram and my Twitter and my Facebook and my LinkedIn and my TikTok and all that stuff, that's all me by myself doing it. That's me commenting back. That's me direct messaging. That's all me. Um, and so that goes back to, uh, you know, people asking me, you know, well, how do I do, you know, personal branding? How do I do that stuff to you? I'm like, it, it's a full-time job. I mean, I was yeah. in a car. I, 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 when I woke up this morning, I was at, in Ocean City, Maryland, which is about three hours away. I had a meeting, got in the car, drove three hours, came back to the office, got back in the car, drove another hour back to Baltimore City, had another meeting, drove back here to the office and launched this podcast episode with you guys. Oh, wow. Um, and then I'm going to the gym after this and then I'll go home and finally see my kids and, and my family. But that is the amount of work that you have to put in to get the results that you really want. And I don't think most people are willing to do that. And um, that's a sad thing, but they think that it happens overnight and it really doesn't. Yeah. Right. It just um, Do you like set out a time in your day to do all that Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that? Or do you just do it sparsely throughout your day? I try to be as planning as possible, but I will give you guys a mobile application um, that is badass and it works so well. There's a mobile application you can down, download on your phone called where or when to post. So it's mm -hmm. when to post. This is for audience, but this is also for you guys if you've never heard of it. You link your Instagram account to it and it will literally bring in all your insights and it will tell you the three best times and the one super best time for you to post during the day. And it will literally blow up your feed. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you. And so what I do is I use that when to post to then distribute to Instagram. And then once I do that, then I start distributing that same content, maybe not the same context or copy, but the same content across all the platforms. And look, that takes about two to three minutes to do that. Sure. You can, you can distribute it to all those different places very quickly. Um, so again, it goes down to when people say they don't have the time, um, uh, you know, that, that's, a, that's a bullshit excuse to me. Um, you, you do have the time because I do it. So I, that's one of the big things a lot of people don't realize is that I practice what I preach. Um, so you can't tell me that I don't post every day. You can't tell me that I'm not distributing content on all these different platforms because we're, I am doing it. Um, and so I practice what I preach and then I try to teach other people that some people get it. Some people don't. Um, but that's why I put so much free stuff out. So if you go to like my blogs and a lot of my videos and stuff, they're very selfless, um, pieces of content. It's, it's a lot of it is here, here it is. It's free. This is how I do it. You should try this. It might work for you. Um, and that's how I get a lot of my own clients um, because I'm not asking, I'm not trying to sell my product or what we do. I'm really just trying to help people do better with what they have. And what ends up happening is majority of the time that turns into good relationships and good relationships turns into um, uh, business relationships. Sure. Um. Speaking, speaking of that, we've, uh, we need, we need your help with something real quick. Sure. Uh, we've all been telling Jason our, that our Instagram would be blown up way harder if he would do more stories because the people want Jason. <laughs> yes. Do you, will you do, would you agree with that? I will tell you that more people spend time in Instagram stories than they do in the feed. Sure. 
So there's data to back that up. And um, the more that you update the stories, the more you, have you ever noticed when somebody updates, updates their stories that they always seem to be at the top of when you open up Instagram, they're always in the first maybe three to five yep. people that you see at the top. Yep. So yep. if you're, if you're updating that daily, like as much as possible, you're creating so much content. Your brand is in front of those people all day long and that's organic. That's not paid. Right. Right. So, mm -hmm. There's so, there's so much more value. And here's the thing, mark my words, because we're going to come back to this podcast in about 10 years. <laughs> That's where social is going. So what you see on TikTok right now is what I believe Facebook and Instagram are going to become. Yeah, I believe that. Um, so get off your ass, Jason, and start right, yes. Instagram stories, because if not, you might as well just fucking hire me and I'll do it. Oh, shit. I'm so shy. I'll say I'm that. so shy. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so specifically, Jason, if there is five Jason stories a day, we'd already we'd be rolling in the books. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's really what it does. What you're doing is you're, you're, you're creating content um, and you're engaging with the people that are there. So what I would say is like, you know, ask us a question. You know, really, the engaging side of stories is what really does so well. People mm -hmm. want to talk to you guys. So if you give them the ability, like do takeovers, each person takes over the account, you know, once a day, you know, today, Dominic has it tomorrow. Jason has it the next day. Ken has it. Um, I think, and, and, and so on and so forth. Maybe give Blake a, a takeover day, you know, those types of things. Hmm. Um, I think that's a really, really good way to kind of create that and, and also introduce people to the team. Yeah, I hadn't thought about doing one person per day. Everybody has the login and they do it sort of at their leisure. Um, but they're giving everybody a day. That's a good idea. Yeah. And I mean, at leisure, there's got to be, I'm not a big marketing plan guy, but you just got to make it part of your daily routine. Like you take a shit. Most of us take a shit once a day. So we need to be Whoa. updating Instagram stories once a day as well. Sure. So let's take more than that. Yeah. Take I, I don't want to brag. <laughs> uh, yeah. It depends on how many you know pre-workouts you drink throughout the day. <laughs> nah, just poop a lot. <laughs> just a big pooper. Yeah, he he drove an, an extra thirty minutes to go pick up his goldfish that he left, or his. <laughs> it was fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I think you guys have a lot of opportunities, um, and I and I think you guys could be doing a lot um, on that platform, and I think it's a great way to uh, get people to in, in, interact with you. One of the cool things that I think is smart that you guys are probably not taking advantage of is... Sorry, do you hear that dog? I do. He sounds very cute. <laughs> After this, Jason's going to clip his nails. He should clip something else, too, if he hasn't already. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and so um, getting back to what I was saying um, before the dog interrupted, <laughs> IGTV, you guys have the ability to create a story in your Instagram stories, to push people to your IGTV. And if you don't have 10,000 Instagram followers, you can place the link to the YouTube channel inside the description and title on the IGTV episode, and then they can go to YouTube and watch the, vi the full video. So, and not that vertical version. So that's another really great way to get your Instagram audience to push to the YouTube channel, if that makes sense. It does. Without having those 10,000 followers.
Right. So there's a bunch of little things and nice little mobile apps out there. Like Mojo is a great mobile application. Um, you guys should be writing this down. I don't hear any. Sure. Mojo is a great mobile application for quick design um, work from an Instagram story standpoint. Um, utilizing, you know, all 30 hashtags in your Instagram posts. That's huge, right? Um, a lot of people don't do that. Tagging people in the Instagram posts, you know, adding the location to where you are in the Instagram posts. Like if you're shooting it in um, this one episode in Los Angeles, you know, you should put the location of where that post took place. You can be as broad as Los Angeles and that's going to open up. And if, it, if it's really good content, which you guys do put out excellent content, it'll show up in that explore tab. And man, you show up in that explore tab, you're going to go from, you know, four or five, 6,000 followers to 20,000 followers like that. No question yeah. about it. Um, so it's really utilizing all the tools within there, within that, within that social media um, uh, avenue uh, to really push it to the next level. And that's where a lot of people kind of just aren't doing it. Like you can put hashtags in Instagram stories, right? Not just one hashtag. You could put 50 hashtags in there. Mm -hmm. And then just you push. Yeah, go ahead. And then you just move those hashtags, right? When you go and you just copy the hashtags into the Instagram story post and you just move them off the screen. They're still there. They're still going to show up under that hashtag, but they're, um, but they're just not going to be seen. So it doesn't mess up the design and the look and the feel of the creativeness behind that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we try to do with our um, stories whenever we can. Um, actually, I have a clipboard just set with the hashtags already ready on my phone. Yeah, he had mentioned he had mentioned uh, doing all thirty hashtags, and um, which I've been trying to say. Yeah, do do as many hashtags as possible in the news feed at least, and then but put them in your first comment. Do you do that? I don't. I actually, uh, I'll tell you. I'll give you guys another another thing to use. Um, and I'll tell you why I don't put first comment. Um, generally, and just from the research that I've done, it does better if you've spaced out, let's use those five black dots and then put your hashtags under that, under your okay. post. Um, tends, tends to work really well. But there's a website that you can use and then you can just add it to the home screen on your, on your, uh, um, on your iPhone or your, or your Droid device or whatever, whatever you're using. If you're, if you're not using an iPhone, it's something that, I, I have a real serious situation with that. I don't understand it. But, Jason um, has a, a Motorola flip phone. Oh, those things are fucking badass, though. <laughs> it's like a burner. It's like a burner. Exactly. Don't hand me my burner. <laughs> um, and I think you can set your uh, keyboard shortcuts to have all 30 of your hashtags in them, too. Yeah, you can. Displaypurposesonly.com is, is the name of the website. Displaypurposesonly.com. Literally, you just type in a word. Uh, and it'll give you uh, everything you need from a hashtag standpoint. And I, I, I've used that. I've had, a, I use that for our clients too. And I got to tell you, the results have been spectacular and it's called displaypurposesonly.com. And I'm not paid by any of these mobile applications or anything else like that. I want to point that out. This is just shit that works um, by me testing it and then sharing it. Um, so, so everybody else can kind of uh, have the same advantages out there as everyone else. Mm. You're just well, enough about me. <laughs> yeah. I know. Wait, this is your podcast or something? What Wait, the dude. fuck, man? <laughs> All right, so you 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 guys let us in. You guys let us into the uh, the newest video that's going to be uh, launching, which is going to be the lemonade stand one. Um, no, maybe we we, <laughs> we have a catalog, a backlog of like ten or fifteen at this point. Uh, between worst couple and ship drinks, that's which amazing. worst Are couple is kind of like content from the other stuff. To recreate. What? 
are you guys pulling content, like pulling ideas sometimes from, you know, uh, some of the other places that you got, some of the other creatives that you guys have done? Are you pulling some of those ideas as well or no? Uh, not oh, really, right. not really. I mean, at this point, from my perspective, the worst couple is part of Shift Drinks at this mm -hmm. point. Uh, all, it all goes the same place. It all, you know, waters the same pond, if you will, whatever that means. <laughs> uh, same pond. Yeah. Um, no, not really. It, yeah, idea, ideas are never the hard part, I feel like. Uh, not just for our team, but I feel like ideas are one of the easier parts of the process. Um, yeah. they're always, they're, those are always going to come. A lot of the time it's the execution and the finding what makes it really funny in the idea. Yeah, and, I, and like I said before, again, when we were talking about production value, I think you guys have just really come off big time. And I mean, sometimes uh, in the world that we live in now, you know, uh, we don't have to wait to uh, be approached by a lot of these TV um, uh, stations or, or channels or, or a Netflix or a Hulu or anybody else like that. Something that, you know, we have, it, it's such a great time to kind of be in and live in right now where we can create our, our, our own episodes um, through these free channels that are available to us like YouTube and things of that nature and what really kind of brings out that awareness, which I absolutely love. And um, right. And I think for a lot of people that would be a pay cut. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, YouTube look, for Netflix. The guy that started um, collegehumor.com is from Baltimore. Um, I'm from Baltimore, by the way. We should talk about that after this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other guy, uh, shit. I wish I had the name of his show right now. Um, guys from Baltimore too. I can't remember it. And so I'm not going to say it because I can't remember it and I'm not going to sit here and talk about it. But regardless <laughs> of that, these guys all created these, these, um, these, um, these amazing um, pieces of, of content and channels and eventually were picked up by other places. But the, the ideas came uh, truly from their experiences in life and they've created these comical things. And, and I, I really truly think for the amount of content that you guys are putting out, the quality of content that you guys are putting out, that it's only a matter of time um, before the light gets really shown on you guys, truly. Yeah, I appreciate that. Where um, can, I'm, I'm sorry, I might have I might have stepped on their answers. Did you guys do you guys pull your ideas from elsewhere that you bring to the table? Uh, just real life. Do you ever pull any from your improv scenes? Oh, um, no. I just <laughs> like get deep in my mind and just pull out what comes out. And then you guys usually tell me like, oh, you should do this or why? Why? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> he cowers in the corner. And you're like whipping him. Yeah, he asked for it. Somebody, <laughs> somebody call Defax, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, guys. But, where can everybody follow Ship Drinks? Um, Not maybe our Instagram. About, you sound it off. Actually, yeah. on all on all platforms, it's Shift Drinks Comedy. Um. Yeah, all, all platforms. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok. 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 Um, I don't think we have a Twitter. You guys got to get on Twitter. Do we? got to get on Snapchat. You guys could be roasted. If we get on Snapchat, Jason's going to send nudes. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I, I already have plenty of nudes out there. You just got to dig. <laughs> It's probably on. It's probably all over TikTok by now. At this point, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Guys, listen, I 100% appreciate you guys coming on the show. It means so much to me. Um, I can't wait for our listeners to hear this. Um, again, if you guys are, if you guys want to follow uh, Ship Drinks Comedy, that is it, at Ship, Ship Drinks Comedy. Um, go follow them now. Please, Instagram, uh, uh, TikTok. If you're on TikTok, go do that. Uh, Facebook, obviously. YouTube, obviously. And hopefully by tomorrow, their Snapchat and Twitter will be launched. <laughs> be just a whole another atmosphere of people that they are going to uh, ruin their minds out there. Uh, <laughs> super excited about. Um, will you guys, follow us on Twitter? What, uh, dude, I'll be your first follower. Okay. Sweet. Okay. 100%. 100%. Um, you're you're going to add us, right? Just all I, the time. I'll, do, I'll add you. I'll, yeah, when you guys create it, I'll, I'll, I'll be the, the giver, not the taker. <laughs> Great. We are on Twitter. Shift Drinks Comedy. Boom. Done. Hold on. I'm going to actually. Did you, did you start it? Is it done? It, I, I thought I. Yeah, yeah Dom started it months ago. I thought I did. Right, How many posts do we have? See, I'm, I'm, I was going to, to, to stop the show, but now I got to do it live. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, if you follow our, our um, Instagram and Twitter now, uh, usually they also have links to our own personal um, Instagrams and Facebooks and stuff. So if you want to stalk us personally, you can do that. All right. I'm the second follower of Ship Drinks Comedy Twitter page. Woo! Two. <laughs> yeah, I was the first, apparently. <laughs> Straight up out of Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's where we mostly film is Atlanta. Love it. Love it. Yep. It's, that, it's that East Coast stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Southern hospitality. Absolutely. Dominic, Ken, Jason. Jason, my favorite. Jason. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on. I, I, I'm going to hope and pray that this is not the last episode that we do with you guys. Um, hopefully we can get more of the team on next time. Um, yeah, we'll definitely yeah, come back. I think it would be cool. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, – anything that we can do over at the restaurant reputations family um, or the, or, or my own personal brand, anything that we can do to help support you guys and, and help you guys continue to grow. Uh, we want to be a part of it. So uh, thank you guys again for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so oh, much thanks. for having us. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank this you. is awesome. This has been a Todd Collins official production in conjunction with Platinum Reputations. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official or visit us at www.toddcollinsofficial.com. Want to be on the show or become a sponsor? Message us on Facebook and tell us why.